This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. Edmund Burke says, It is ordained in the eternal constitution of things that men of intemperate minds cannot be free. Their passions forge their fetters. So what does it mean to have a temperate mind? I think what we're talking about here is a disciplined mind, a mind which has been trained very carefully and very consciously so that we have the ability to focus on a task and see it through to completion. This doesn't mean that we never abandon tasks. Some tasks aren't worth doing in the first place. Other tasks, we get into them halfway, three quarters, and we realize that they're not worth it. And at that point, we should abandon them. So it's not about persistence or being stubborn just for the sake of completing something. But if you have an intemperate mind, you have a mind which has not been disciplined. It has not been intentionally trained or developed. And if you have that type of mind, then you're driven by your passions. You're driven by your desires. When you're hungry, you eat. When you're sleepy, you sleep. You're constantly running from one thing to another, being pulled by everything that the world and the people around you say is important and is worth your time and and is something, an emergency, something you have to handle. We see this all the time in our culture today. People don't know what it means. They don't understand temperance. They don't understand discipline, the ability to focus your mind toward the achievement or attainment of a long-term goal. And it's a very serious problem. Because if you don't have the ability to focus your mind, then your day goes something like this. You wake up, and the first thing you do is you check your phone. When you check your phone, you see that you have some urgent emails, you have some urgent messages, or at least they're urgent sounding, and some people that you have to respond or react to. Of course, you take a quick spin on social media and you see some some things that get you riled up and you have to say some things uh, about that. And whether you actually type up a response at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whenever you get up, or you just think about some witty reply that you're going to post later in the day, it's already taken up your time, your thought. And, and you get up and you think, oh, I stink, so I, I better take a shower. And then after your shower, you think, oh, I'm hungry. I have to eat. You're being driven by your passions and your desires the entire way. And then when you get to the office, then you have people who are running around saying you have to do this and you have to fill out this report. And remember that this is due next Tuesday, but you really need to get started on it now. And you have to enroll in this training session uh, by the end of the day today, but it's not going to take place for another two months. And you have to make sure too that you print out enough of those sheets so that you can get everybody enrolled and you have to double check your attendance and make sure. And all of these things, and it just begins to pile up on your desk, physical as well as imaginary, mental, metaphorical papers begin to pile up on your desk. And before long, as you're well into your day, you feel as though you're simply surrounded by things that you have to respond or react to. And your desires, your passions, they drive you toward whatever's closest, whatever seems most attainable. There's no real organization. There's no real structure to your work. It's just, oh, that email just came through. Let me respond to that. And oh, somebody just said on Twitter, okay, I have to respond to that. And just on and on, you have these things that pile up in your life. And you end up handling them in a haphazard 
order. You probably don't do many of those things with any uh, appreciable amount of um, uh, y any sort of appreciable amount of um, greatness uh, or excellence. You just handle them as quickly as you possibly can to get them off your plate. It's really kind of like the guy who's spinning all the plates, you know? And he's so concerned about just keeping those plates spinning, that's all he can think about, right? That's, that's, that's all he's able to, to focus on. Then we just keep adding plates. You just keep focusing on spinning. And you're never really able to focus intentionally on what plates are worth my time and really worth spinning. So learning temperance and learning to have a disciplined mind is absolutely critical to our success. How can we do that? How can we develop a more disciplined, a more skillful, and more focused mind? I mean, we can't maintain focus 24-7. That's not what our mind is designed to do, and I don't think that's what a a temperate mind is. I don't think that's the, the real meaning of temperance, but self-control and the ability to direct your life in the way that you choose, how do we actually do that? Well, one concept that has been so helpful for me is meditation with a component of visualization. So meditation has this sort of mystical charm to it, uh, but I'm very excited that in our modern culture, meditation is it's beginning to be demystified. Uh, it's beginning to be secularized so that it doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual pursuit. It could be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. The benefits of meditation are very well understood. There have been numerous scientific studies uh, looking at meditation and the effect that it can have on both the mind and the body. And the most basic or the simplest meditation that you can do is a simple mindfulness exercise. So if you want to practice this, obviously if you're driving in the car or something like that, you won't be able to do this right now. But if you're in a position where you can, you might want to give this a go or at least file it away for later. So this basic mindfulness meditation goes something like this. You sit down in a very comfortable position, straight back. Uh, your feet are flat on the floor. Arms are relaxed. They could be uh, down at your side or crossed, uh, hands uh, crossed gently in your lap. You close your eyes and you begin to focus on your breathing. Just focusing on your breath. Take your mind and imagine that it's some sort of creature, like a horse that you're steering, that you're guiding perhaps. Uh, imagine that it's something you're directing like you would direct an automobile. You're driving it and directing it in its focus toward your breathing. And don't control your breathing or change your breathing in any way as best you can. Simply focus on noticing your breath, noticing your breathing. Breathing is a really interesting thing because breathing is controlled both voluntarily, and it's also handled by your body involuntarily. So breathing is something that we often do without thinking about it, and there's a lot of power when you stop for a minute and you take the time to actually focus on your breath and your breathing. Again, you're not trying to change it or control it. You're just trying to observe it, to notice it. As you do this very quickly, other images and other thoughts 
are going to come up in your mind. How silly. Oh, this is weird. I don't know why I'm doing this. Oh, did I is my did I pick up the dry cleaning? Okay, wait. Oh man, I was supposed to text Matt. I had to tell him that uh, I got to pick up the kids. You're going to start to think all of these things. These thoughts are going to begin to just naturally bubble up to the surface of your mind. And with this mindful mindfulness meditation exercise, what you should do is you should notice those thoughts. Don't resist those thoughts. But as you notice that your mind is drifting away from your breathing, then acknowledge those thoughts and very intentionally and carefully bring your focus back to your breath. This is a phenomenal meditation that I've been using for years when I feel like my mind is, is flooded with thoughts. Because when you have all these thoughts bouncing around in your brain, it, it's just like the stack of papers I talked about earlier. It's like, what task do I handle first? What thought is most important? And when you do this mindfulness meditation, you bring yourself back to something most basic, which is your breathing. And as you do that and you give your mind something to focus on, something simple, something that's, that's so natural, it allows your mind to have those things bubble up to the surface. And then, again, the key here is that you're not resisting those things, but you're just coming back to your breath. You're training your mind. What you're doing is you're saying, hey, mind, I appreciate what you do for me so much. You keep all of my thoughts in my head. Thank you. But I am in charge of you and you're not in charge of me. I appreciate those thoughts. Thank you for bringing them to my attention. They're important. They're valid thoughts. I'm not going to resist them. But right now, I am directing you. We are going to focus on our breathing. It's a powerful meditation. I encourage you to give it a try. There are various other meditations that I may uh, speak on uh, here on the podcast that have helped me. Meditation has been such a key in my life. If you don't know my story, I struggled with anxiety and panic attacks. I had to be medicated for it by my doctor. Um, it was a serious thing. And meditation is when things really started to come together. And I was finally able to um, deal with my anxiety. And I haven't had a panic attack in, in years, thankfully, um, because of meditation and disciplining my mind. Listen. If you are not being disciplined with what you're thinking about, then you are being driven by your passions, by your desires, you're constantly reacting, people are pulling you in every direction, you're not building your life with any sort of intentionality. And if you're not building a particular kind of life intentionally, then you will end up with whatever life just naturally occurs or happens for you. Better hope that it's a good one, but there's no guarantee that it will be. If you don't have an intentional structure to your life, to your day, to your mind, to manage those thoughts, you can't get ahead. You can't be a high performer uh, or an achiever because you will constantly be putting out fires. And, you know, the ironic thing is a lot of times you will have set those fires. And that's just a reality that we all have to deal with. So let me leave you with this quote that started us off today. It is ordained in the eternal constitution of things 
that men or women of intemperate minds cannot be free. Their passions forge their fetters. May you live free, my friends. Live free.